Zok the Heilige Mishnah, the bottom of Tzadik Chesamet Beis, Oymir Adam Rishos Hayachid. A person Amarid Kedin Abayisai. Would we have known this din? You're allowed to stand in Rishos Hayachid. Umetaltel Rishos Hayadim. Are you allowed to do that? Are you allowed to stand in Rishos Hayachid? Stick your hand out and be metaltel around in Rishos Hayadim. Or Rishos Hayadim, stand in Rishos Hayadim. Umetaltel Rishos Hayachid. Are you allowed to do that? So the Mishnah says you are. You're allowed to stand in Rishos Hayadim. Be metaltel. Basically, let us stand on Route Nine. Stick your hand into the Erev and move around things. You let us stand in, in Chesterfield and move around things. Rishos Hayadim. Lachatchil Mamish. You let him move things back and forth. If you're in Chesterfield and you're sticking your hand onto Route 9, you're now allowed to move things out of Daladamas. Meaning, even though you're standing in Rishasayachit, you are now allowed to transport Rishasayachit from point A to point B. If it's Daladamas, even though you're in Rishasayachit. So, if you're in Rishasayachit and you're sticking your hand down into Rishasayachit, you can't transport more than Daladamas. But if it's within Daladamas, this is Mamish, a fundamental thing we have to keep reminding ourselves of it. There's no Issa to move things in Rishasayachit. The Issa is only outside Daladamas. If a guy's in his place and he's moving moving around his Zach and his yarmulke falls off, you let it pick up a yarmulke and put it on your head. There's no problem of, move, of being the Taltal of Mishra Sarab. It's only outside, meaning moving from one point to another point and, and point one and point two are four amas apart, then you have a problem. So if I'm standing in Mishra Sarab, I can be the Taltal of Mishra Sarab as long as it's within Dalad Amas. Now the Chiddush of this Mishra we're going to see in a minute is maybe we should be afraid that you might accidentally Pull it into Rishasiyachid, or stand in Rishasiyachid. We're going to see, or stand in and pull into Rishasiyachid. Maybe we should be afraid. If I'm standing in Rishasiyachid and I'm playing around in Rishasiyachid, I should be afraid I'm going to pull things in. So we're going to see the Gemara why you don't have such a chashash. But that's the chiddush of the Mishnah that we're not afraid that you're going to pull things in. That's number one. Lo yamed adam Rishabat. That's your, if you're standing in Rishasiyachid and you're moving around things in Rishasiyachid, or vice versa. But lo yamed adam Rishasiyachid. A person is now allowed to be oimid in Rishasiyachid, be yashtin be Rishasiyachid, and be mashtin mayim, be relieve himself into Rishasiyachid. Or vice versa, Why? Because you're in Rishus and you're and basically it's it's exiting from Rishus and it's going into Rishus So you're being Aikir from Rishus to Rishus and that'll be an issue. We're going to see in the Gemara what the answer is. But that's going to be an issue. So you're allowed to stand here and move things around just in Mishra because nothing's going from Mishra Siyachet to Mishra or vice versa. But to be mashed in Mayim or Vechain La Yark or to spit from Mishra to Mishra that would be Yasser because you're being you're, you're transporting from Mishra to Mishra But let's say you're walking down the street and you uh, you have to spit. Are you allowed to spit right next to you? Of course. Because as long as you're not walking with the spit in your mouth, we'll see in a minute. But you're not spitting outside Daladamas, you're spitting within Daladamas. Motor Gamer, nothing wrong with that. Rabbi Yehuda, Aimer, once you have the reik in your mouth, you are not allowed to walk four amas until you spit. Just like you're not allowed to walk outside with gum in your mouth, you're not allowed to walk outside with something in your mouth. You're technically carrying. So once the spit comes into your mouth and it's already there, so then it becomes like an entity for itself. It's not bottled to your mouth. And a male Allah is you are not allowed to walk. We pass like a video. You're not allowed to walk Daladamis if you have something in your mouth because technically you're carrying. You're not allowed to walk Daladamis unless you spit. So let's see the Gemara. Tell you, must explain this mission. Masni loyav chinda this mamish kishmak kazachin. No more erev now. A little bit Shabbos. Haytzav achnas kishmak kazachin. I mean erev is also kishmak, but I can find it. Masni loyav chinda b'shlamya lechia b'rav kameidirav. Loy yav meidadim b'shusa yachin. The italta b'shusa yachin. He said you're not allowed him. He said I'm not allowed to stand in b'shusa yachin and be metalta b'shusa yachin or vice versa. So the Gemara says, where do you get that from? The mission says you are. Oh my lay. So he, so he, rav chinda b'shlamya taught chia b'rav. I used to those days when you taught the kid, the father stood on top of you to make sure that you're teaching him right. So Rav was standing and said, what are you talking about? You're leaving the Rabbanan. 
And you're going like a mirror, we're going to see. Bez Hashem, we're going to learn. Bez Hashem in Yerushalayim, Yerak Kodesh. Bez Hashem, Daf. What Daf is it on? A little bit. Uh, two blood away, I think it is. Machlaik is a mirror in the Chamim. It's two. Daf Kufal, from an Alpha. Bez Hashem, we're going to learn. In Yerushalayim, Yerak Kodesh. And over there, we're going to see there a mayor disagrees with this Mishnah. He holds that you are not allowed to stay in the Mishnah Sayyachid and move around things in Mishnah Sayyachid or vice versa because he's afraid that you're going to pull it into Mishnah Sayyachid. The action itself is Mutter, but we're afraid that you're going to end up pulling it to back where you are, and that's our mayor says it's also. So our Mishnah Lachayr is not going to be like a mayor. So therefore, when Rav saw Rav Yechina Chanina Bashlami teaching his son that you're not allowed to be Metalto, you're not allowed to stay in the Mishnah Sayyachid and be Metalto in Mishnah he got all upset. He said, You're, not go- you're going like a mayor. You left the Rabbanan. The Rabbanan and Kafalaf disagree with your mayor. So why are you? What, we have a Mephurish mission in Erevin. You didn't learn the mission. In, well, he's changing the mission in Erevin. But we have a mission in Erevin that's Adiches, which says it's Mutter. What are you drawing your cup? So the reason, so Zakhtim Chinna Bishlam, Yahusavar, he thought, made this safer at mayor, Reishanami at mayor. Because the Sefer Vaiter, because the Mishnah Vaiter is your mayor, so he assumed that the, our Mishnah also has to be our mayor. So he changed the Girsa and he said, You're not allowed to stand in Mishnah Siyachat, But the Gemara says that's not true. The Lohi, it's not true. Sefer, you're right, the Sefer is a mayor. But where are the Rabbanan? And Mela, you are allowed to stand, we pass like this, you are allowed to stand in Mishnah Siyachat and be Mitalat and Mishnah Siyachat, and we're not afraid that you're going to pull it in to where you are. So let's get the picture. The guy's standing in Rishos Yachid and he's moving in Rishos Yachid. The halach is he's not allowed to move outside Dalad Amis. Now I have a shayla for Dalad Let's say a guy sticks his hand, he sticks his hand in Rishos Yachid. He's standing in Rishos Yachid. He's standing in Rishos He picks the chayfets up above ten tefachim and he carries it and he puts it down about four Amis away. L'chayr above ten tefachim is not considered Rishos Yachid anymore. We said this many times. It's not considered Rishos Yachid anymore. Rishos Yachid only goes up till ten tefachim. So technically, I took the chayfets on Rishos I transported it a Makim tour, a place that's not a Mishnah and I put it down four Amis away. Am I over an Isser or not? The Mishnah seems to say that I am, because the Mishnah says you're not allowed to stand in Mishnah Yachid, move things in Mishnah Yachid, if you're moving Dalad Amis. The Mishnah doesn't say only if you're moving under Ten Falchim. In any case, if I, you're not allowed, I'm not allowed to stand in Mishnah Yachid and move outside Dalad Amis. Within Dalad Amis, I am allowed to move, but outside Dalad Amis, I'm not allowed to move. And the Mishnah doesn't say, and the Mishnah doesn't say only if you're moving under, not over. The Mishnah says in any case, if you move. From one, from the beginning of Dalad Amis to the end of Dalad Amis, even though you're standing in Rishus Yachid, you are over an Isser. So, Fred the Gemara, the Chayra. If you take from the beginning of Dalad Amis, you're standing in Rishos Yachid, you take from the beginning of Dalad Amis, and you move to the end of Dalad Amis, and we're so even in the case where you're going above 10. Any case, let's say you're going above 10. So it sounds like Yechayev Echatos, Leira Meseyer Leila Rava, Lechayre Tzaraya Tzaraya Tzaraya, we had this once, Hamavir Chayfetz Metchilas Arba Lasef Arba, Rava says if a person transports a Chayfetz from the beginning of Dalad Amis to the end of Dalad Amis, basically he transports a Dalad Amis in Rishos Yachid, the heavy he picked it up over his head and he transported it. So basically, while it was being while it was in transit, it was above ten tefachim. The halacha is he's chayev. Why? Because lemaisa you moved it from point A to point B, even though the transport area was above ten tefachim. It doesn't make a difference. You're chayev. So that's Rav's din. So the chayev Rav's din is mafurish in our mission. That's the Gemara's assuming.
The Mishnah by us doesn't say if you carry above ten falchim you chayiv achatas. Maybe it's not lachatchila. I wouldn't suggest you do a lachatchila, but maybe it's potter avalaser. Maybe it's not a chayiv chatas. So mele you have no raya to rava, and mele could be our Mishnah just means if a guy transports, if he does it under ten, he's probably chayiv chatas. But if he does it over ten, maybe it's potter avalaser. So you have no raya to rava's din. And the Gemara says the same thing the other way. Maybe our Mishnah means that if a guy moves from point A to point B and he moves down Amis and he transports it above 10, or in a case where he transports it above 10, the Gemara is assuming it's Potter Avalasa. Now, the reason why we're assuming it's above 10, because usually when you're, I mean, it doesn't have to be like this, but usually when you're in Shosiyacha, there's a reason why you're in Shosiyacha, is because either there's a Mechitza or because you're, on a, you're in a window and you're above 10. So either way, the odds are that if you're going to try to reach something in Shosiyacha, you're reaching over the fence. I mean, you can reach technically through the fence, but you're reaching over the fence. So the odds are you're going to lift it over 10 falchim. Or if you're sticking your hand out of a window, the odds are it's going to be over 10 falchim. It doesn't have to be like that, but the odds are it's going to be like that. That's the Gemara's assuming. That could be the Pashtas in the Mishnah. So the Gemara's assuming when it says, If you did it, it's Potter Avalaser. Why? Because you transport over 10. It's a Pirachan Rava. Rava says, if you move a chayvitz from the beginning of four to the end of four, Amis, and you picked it up over yourself, over four, over ten tvachim, chayiv, you're chayiv, and our Mishnah says you're potter. So the Mishnah not a raya, mikatani haitzi potter avalasa. The Mishnah doesn't say you're potter avalasa, duma maitzi, chayiv chatas. Maybe you're taka chayiv chatas if you're maitzi. Maybe it is like Rava. So the Gemara is misopic back and forth. Do we pass like Rava? Don't we pass like Rav in our Mishnah? It's not a raya. If a person, again, the halacha is, if a person transports something from Tchilas Dalit to Saif Dalit, if you transport it above 10 Tvachim, is it just an Issa Abanan or is it an Issa Isa? The Gemara says there is no raya. Rav holds it's an Issa Isa. In our Mishnah, there's no raya. We had another dinner at the end of the Mishnah. A person is now allowed to stand in Rishasi Yachad and be mashed So let's analyze this case. He's standing in Rishasi Yachad. He's being mashed into Rishasi Rabbim. Is that an Isser Der Isa? Is that an Isser Der Abana? What exactly is the person doing? It's technically being Oikir from Rishasi Yachad and it's going into Rishasi Rabbim. So Rabbi Yosef said, Omer Rabbi Yosef, Hishtin, Verok, or a guy spits, Chayiv, Chatas. You're Chayiv, a Chatas for spitting from Rishasi Yachad to Rishasi Rabbim. So what would we say in such a Shail? If a guy standing in Rishasi and he spits. Would he be chayiv achatas or not? So there's one thing that if you remember from the beginning of Mesechah Shabbos, we learned the halacha that you need an akira and a hanacha on top of a mokim dalad al dalad. It has to be a, a serious mokim in order for it to be considered an akira. If I pick something up from something that's less than dalad al dalad, it's not considered an akira. So most people's mouths are not dalad al dalad unless they have a really big mouth. But most people do not have such a big mouth and their mouth is only is less than 4 by 4 So why is a person chayiv? If he spits from Shushiyakh because in your mind, this is what you wanted to do, so you have machshava. I want my thing to be over here. That's called Your machshava has the ability to create a makim, even though it's not dal At a mela, you are going to be chayiv, achatas, if you spit, a person spits, or from the same thing with hashtana, even though it's not dal the halacha is, he will be chayiv, achatas, because his machshava. 
It's mashvali amok. How do you know this concept exists? We actually had this also in the end of Masechah Shabbos. If you're not going to say like this, said Zorak A person threw and it landed in the mouth of a kelev or in the mouth in the, or in a fire. There's no dal The mouth of a kelev is not dal A person standing in let's say Rishus and there's a dog there and he throws something and it lands in the mouth of a dog. It's not a you wanted that it should land there, so you're machshiv that makim. The male your machshava makes it into a makim. Achanami machshavta mashvili makim. Your machshava creates it into a makim. That has to be that you specifically want this area. That it's machshavta mashvili makim. The Yishenim are very busy exactly where it has to be that you have like hanot. Taisa speaks out because technically speaking, what's the luck of a guy's carrying something on Shabbos? You look for a fire hydrant and you put it down in the fire hydrant. You put it down in the fire tower of the fire hydrant and a mela and you get, it's considered a makim tur. You put it makim. You want your thing to be here. The answer is you don't want your thing to be on the fire hydrant. You just need to get rid of your thing and the fire hydrant is makim tur. When you're throwing something to get a dua, you want it to land in the dog's mouth or when a person is spitting. It, it, the spit is bedafke in his mouth. There's a specific reason why it's there. So the concept of machshavta mashulamaka means there's a specific reason why you want it to be here, and then it has that chashivas of a dal al So meila, that's the reason why over there you chayiv achatas, and over here also you would be chayiv achatas. But huh? Right, well, that the gemara said different times. But yeah, it would be ta- the gemara said al yeah, Maybe it could be to have the same time. Yeah, could be the same time. Let's say a person is being mashed in, he's in Mishus Yachid, and the mouth of the Amma is in Mishus Yachid. So, what's considered the Akira? Technically, it comes from inside his guf. Do you go bust the Akira, which is from inside the guf, and that's Mishus Yachid? Where it came out, it came out in the Pia Amas in Mishus Yachid. So, maybe you wouldn't be Chayvachatas because you go bust the Yitzia. The Gemara says, take out the Gemara. Is not patient to Shaila, to Shaila if a person does this, if he's Chayav Achatas or not. We said a person is not allowed to spit, and then we said a Yehudaim. And there's a very, very important did. A person walks around on Yom Kippur, yeah? He has saliva in his mouth, he swallows his saliva. Is that considered liquid? Is that considered, I mean, it's not exactly the same tush, I'm just bringing the concept. Is that considered swallowing? No. Because the saliva in your mouth is not considered objective liquid, it's like bottled to your mouth, and a male it's not considered, uh, it's not, it's, it's no shakh, so we're talking about, just bring out the concept. That, that the liquid is not always, the guy walks around, he has saliva in his mouth, he's a chayvachadis, he walks around with saliva in his mouth, and shab, he's a so why? So the Chayyim our Mishnah Yehuda says that if a person has roik in his mouth, it is considered that he's chayev unless he actually spits out. He has to spit out the roik. He can't walk with roik in his mouth. So the Gemara is going to analyze what's considered roik and what's not. The Mishnah sounds like even if you didn't turn over the right, meaning you in your mouth, we're not going to get graphic, but in your mouth you turn it over the right to get it into like a chefza. So then that's the Mishnah sounds like even if you didn't turn it over in your mouth, even if it's just there, Rabbi Yehuda sounds like you're not allowed to walk in Mishnah Is that true? Even if you have just right in your mouth and you were in Mahapach, you didn't like Machamatzav over there? So the Chaya is apparently from our Mishnah, it's still considered caring. They are Tanan. The Mishnah says in Mesechas Kalim Bezashem, we're going to learn, we're going 
going to number Sechus Kalim in Yerushalayim, Ir HaKodesh. And we're going to see over there, what's the halacha? Now, we said many times that if a person, in order for something to be Kabbal Toma, it has to get wet. It has to be Hukshar L'Kabbal Toma. If I stick food into my mouth, is it Hukshar L'Kabbal Toma? I stick food into my mouth, it gets saliva on it, right? Is it Hukshar L'Kabbal Toma? So usually it's not relevant, because if I'm eating Chuma, obviously I'm a Tahar, I'm male, there's no problem. But let's say my hands, we're going to see, Be'ez HaShem, my hands are, we had it in Shabbos, your hands are considered Tahar. The reason why you wash your hands for bread is because your hands are considered Tahar. So let's say a guy has food in his mouth, and it was before Corona, so people weren't so mocked, and he sticks his hand in his mouth while he's eating, and now the food became Hukshar with the saliva in his mouth, and now he's touching the food, he's Metamit Shuma. Is the, is the saliva in his mouth considered a liquid that it's Masher the food, and then when he sticks his hand into his mouth, he's going to be Metamit Shuma. That is the Gemara Shah, and that's very relevant to our Gemara. Because if you who the holds that it's considered a separate entity, so it's considered liquid. If it's bottled to the mouth, it's not considered a separate entity, then it's not liquid. So let's see, the Gemara makes a Mari the Ketushtel. Zat Gemara. A guy's eating a Dvela, and this Dvela never was Muksha, never got any water on it, so Mela, there's no way it could become Tame right now. He's eating a Dvela, a Dvela of Truma, with Tame Dika hands. Shmuel, you gotta make sure you know this cold. So, with Tame Dika hands. That's nothing wrong. How did he get into his mouth in the first place? Akasha from Isa. He used the, what did he, he was eating soup. He used chopsticks using sushi of course so he's using chopsticks he didn't touch it with his hands so Mela he stuck it into his mouth that wasn't a problem the problem is oh, oh take it back no I take it back the reason why it wasn't Tameh is because it wasn't Hoshia right, that's what we're talking about it never was Hoshia so he could touch it with his hands before he puts it in his mouth he could touch it because it wasn't Hoshia once he sticks it into his mouth now it gets a problem because his mouth is liquid so let's see what's halacha he stuck his hand into his mouth to take out a rock that was in his mouth. And now his tummy dika hands touch the truma. Is it tummy or not? Rab Meir Mitame. Rab Meir says the liquid in your mouth is mitame the truma. says it is not. It is not a hechsher. It's not considered liquid. So many times you see Rab Meir, Rab Yehuda, and Rab that we have one holds mutter, one holds aser, and one makes a hachra name. We're going to see the same thing over here. Rab Meir says tummy. Rabbi Yaisi says Tar. Rabbi Yehuda says a Madriga. Uh, 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 he divides it. Rabbi Yehuda, if he turned it over, if he made it into like real saliva, then then it's Tameh, because then it's considered liquid, and then it's Machshah, the food. If he wasn't Mahapich, then it's Tar. So what do you see? See, Rabbi Yehuda holds that you have to be mahapich in order for it to be considered saliva. And in our Mishnah, it doesn't sound like you need to be mahapich in it. As long as you have saliva in your mouth, you have rake in your mouth, whatever it is, saliva, whatever you want to call it. And Amela, if, as long as you, even if you're not mahapich it, it sounds like it's a problem. So the Chayri Yavistira, Om Rabbi Yechanan Muchlefes Ashita. Rabbi Yehuda was Chayzer. And Amela Enachanami, it's Taka Astira. Rabbi Yehuda was Chayzer. And these two things do not stim. And Amela, that that's the Gemara's Kasha. That's the Gemara's Tarets. Rabbi Yehuda Taka was Chayzer. And the Mela, these things do not shtim. Now, which way, whenever you have a Chalaf Sashita, it's sometimes not clear which way was he Chayzer like. So we're going to see in a minute which way he was Chayzer like. But right now, the Gemara doesn't say clearly which way he held. Did he go like the Mishnah in Kalim or did he go like the Mishnah in Shabbos, so in Ervin? So we'll see in a second. But anyway, Rabbi Yechanan says Mukhlaf Sashita. That's one Tarets. 
You don't have to switch the sheets. We're talking about Kichai. Babakama, you're learning Shmuel. What's Kichai? Kichai Abaisai. Those are learning Babakama. Anyway, the Gemara Kichai is whatever, it's some kind of thing that comes out of the Gulf. Rashi says because of a Chayli. So Kichai is something that is considered detached even if you're not Mahapachet. So Kichai is something that comes out of the Gulf. It's considered detached even if you don't turn it over in your mouth. So, Mela, we're talking about Kichai. In our Mishnah, we're talking about Kichai. So, really, Rabbi Yehuda holds you have to be Mahapach. I, in our Mishnah, you see, you know, it's talking, it's not talking about Reich. It's talking about Kichai. And Kichai is something that's more, Kilo, more separate from the mouth. And the mouth of is that it's considered a carrying, even if you were a Mahapach. No, so it probably goes on the mind. It, it, it's the mind. mind. Everything would fall on the mind. Very good, very good. So the Mishnah says, there is a bright that it says it has to be Kichai. So it says Kichai Vinitlash. Kichai and it got detached. So the Bryce says if you have Kichai that gets Nitlash, that gets detached from the guf and it's in your mouth, you're not allowed to walk with it. So my love, Roik Vinitlash. The Gemara thought that we're talking even about Roik because it says Kichai. The Gemara makes, it's a shout on the Girsa, but the Gemara, the Rishayim explained that because it says Kichai Vinitlash. It doesn't say Kichai Shenitlash. It says Kichai Vinitlash, which sounds like we're talking about Kichai and something else, which is Nitlash, which the, Nitlash just means it got detached from the body. It wasn't Hipach, but it got detached. My love, Roik Vinitlash. Is it talking or is it not talking about Roik also? Roik was also Nitlash. And what do you see? It doesn't say anything about Hipach. It says Nitlash. So you see, Nitlash itself was enough, even by Roik. Kichai is good. Kichai doesn't need Hipach. But Roik, Lachaya, we said according to Ishlagish, Roik needs Hipach. So Lachaya, it says Roik Vinitlash. So I think my Eloi, Kichai Vinitlash. You're right. If it would be Roik, you would have to be Mahapach, just Nitlash itself, meaning just if it gets detached into the mouth, that wouldn't be enough. It has to mamish be, uh, if it would be right, it would have to be mahapich. But we're talking about kichai, and kichai, according to Ishlakish, is enough. So again, we're still sticking with the aside. Kichai doesn't have to be mahapich. You don't have to turn it over. As long as you get kichai in your mouth, you got to stop. You have to spit it out right away. But if it's right, it's considered part of your body, and you don't have to spit it out right away, unless you're mahapich. So, so far, we're still sticking with Ishlakish. Rabbi Huda says Mefurish, whether it's Reik, whether it's Kichai, even if you were Mahapich, even if it was just Nitlash, you just get a little Reik or a little Kichai in your mouth, you're not allowed to walk until you're Mahapich, until you spit it out. You see clearly that even Reik, and even Kiach, even any of these things, even if you're not Mahapich, the Allah is. It is considered carrying. So let's go back. Which one? Which, when the when Rebbe was Chayzer, which one was he Chayzer from? He was Chayzer from the Mishnah in Kalim. He held like the Mishnah in Erevin. And the male of the halachas, you do not have to be Mahapich. As we pass like this, if a person has spit in his mouth, he should spit it out. He should not walk in Rishon It is a serious problem of carrying on Shabbos. We pass like Rebbe And even if you're not Mahapich, as long as you have it, something saliva is not a problem. As long as you have something serious in your mouth, the halachas you have to spit it out because or else it's going to be caring and regarding Heksher, it's also Machsher and Mel, that's the Chiv that is going to be the Chiv on Shabbos. And then the Gemara said, huh? Oh, Yom Kippur also. Yom Kippur, the reason why Yom Kippur is not a problem is because it's not considered food. So as I said, it's not exactly a Tzushtel. Bez Hashem, we're going to learn. We're going to learn 
Das Yuma in Yerushalayim in Kaidesh. And when we get there, Baz Hashem, we're going to see that it's not considered, it's not considered an Eichel Bukhlal. It's considered like Balta to Yaguf. And Melda Allah is your letter. Swallow it, make your Adin. The Briskas are Makbun on that, but most of us are not. And Melda Allah is your letter. Swallow it. Omar. Oh, that's a different subject. Yeah, it's going to be all salt grass. We're actually going to learn about grass. What do you do? You can't carry it. Swallow it. Yeah, you swallow it. You can swallow it. 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 Call Misanai Ahavu Mavis. The Pasik says the Pasik in Mishlei. Call Misanai Ahavu Mavis. Anyone, all of my hate, the Bershom was talking, all of my haters love death. Zatigimai, what does that mean? Altiki le Misanai, Ela le Masniai. Someone that makes people hate me. When you spit in front of your Rebbe, your Mivaza, your Rebbe, you make people hate Kaviyachal, you make people hate, you make people hate Taira. And in Mele, it's Ahavu Mavis, it's Chayav Misa. A person spit in front of a Jebbi, he's mezalzal in Torah, he's chayim misa. So let me ask you a question. What about if a person is mechab in Torah? He gets chayim. Because he's an avu. If a person is mechab in Torah, he gets chayim. A person spits in front of a Jebbi, he gets misa. If a person is mechab in Torah, he gets chayim. So Melo, when we make, when we finish a Masech like Erevin, and we make a chashiv isiyim, and we spend serious money on the siyim, we are ahavu chayim. We are creating in our life it sounds crazy spending, people don't spend so much money on the chvase but this is kavratayah people come and they appreciate what it means to learn a masechta that is ahavu chayim we're not, we're, not, we're not raising money. If anyone wants to participate in the Ahavachim, it's almost covered. We have, if anyone, no, I'll speak to it later. If anyone wants to participate in the extracurricular activities, you're, it's a schus. I'm not, I'm not asking. I'm, I'm giving everyone a schus to be part of the Ahavachim. Baruch Hashem, it's mostly covered. And Baruch Hashem, we're gonna, it's going to be all covered, Baruch Hashem. But if anyone wants to participate, it's a concept of Ahavachim. When you make a situation, when you make a massive, it's not any worse than making a bar mitzvah, than making a bridge. That looks like a chasna. You can make you can make a siyum. It also looks like a chasna, and it's ahavu chayim. It, it creates kavod atayra. Ain lechamai an avol. Is an avol allowed to go to bar mitzvah? No. Is an avol allowed to go to chasna? No. Is an avol allowed to go to siyum? Yes. Very, very shtimachlekesachrein, but very shtagatzad. Avos allowed to go to see him. Azelach asimcha is lamala from once revealed, and it's if we're zayicha to make a situation by a see him, it's ahavuchayim. But anyway, that's the that's the shaykes of this gemara to our sugya. But if anyone wants to come over, if anyone wants the schutz to participate, they're more than welcome to come over. We won't turn them away. Zok to gemara. So so for the gemara kasha. We have over here, if a guy spits in front of his Rebbe, he's Chayev Misa, Vehameinas, honest. what are you supposed to do? You're an Aynas. What are you supposed to do? Your guy has spit in his mouth. What's he supposed to do? Zad to Gemara, Kiach Virak Kamrina. We're talking about that it's in a situation that he spits in front of his Rebbe and he really could have gone to the side and he could have put it in a tissue or a hanky or something and he didn't. That's considered a bazaar for his Rebbe and that's the reason why it's a problem. But generally speaking, if a person's Aynas, he's an Aynas. But the point is, Kavad HaTorah. That's the point. Point. The person spits in front of his rabbi, Achman al Tzlan, he's Chayiv Misa.
Zok the Heilige Mishneh, Lo Yamid Adam Rishasayachid, a person should not stand in Rishasayachid, Vishteb Rishasayachid. We're going with the same concept. Are you allowed to do something from Rishasayachid to Rishasayachid? So Allah says, Am I allowed to drink? I pick up a cup from Rishasayachid, I stick my head in and I take a little drink. Is that Motirasa? So the Mishnah says, You are not allowed to. You're not allowed to take a cup of coffee from Rishasayachid, stick your head in, no, you're in stick your head in, take a little sip, and go go weiter. We'll see in the Gemara why. But Allah says, You're not allowed to stand in Rishasayachid. And drink in Mishasarabim, or Perishasarabim, Feyishta Mishasarabim, and I'll stand in Mishasarabim and drink in Mishasarabim. Elohim Kane, Hechnis Roishoi, Virubai, Lamakim Shoshaisa. If you're standing, let's say you're walking down the place, it's very hot, and they serve this water on the, the, by the, by a, uh, by this air uh, over there, and they say, please come take water. So you're not allowed to stick your head in and take a little drink. But you are allowed to put Roishoi, Virubai into the air, and then you can take a drink, Lechatchila. We'll see in the Gemara why not. But if you don't have Roishoi, Virubai there, you're not allowed to take a drink. But if you do have Roishoi, Virubai there, then you are allowed to take a drink. And the Gemara, and the Mishnah says, Vechain Begas. Same halacha applies to a gas. A gas is a great press, and we're going to see what's the chiddush of a great press. We'll see it in a minute. So I think about now. Lachaya, Rashi Yeruba, yeah. You have to stick your head on your I mean, your head and most of your body going in. That that we'll see. Well, what's the reason? What's the reason for this mission? The reason for the mission is because we're afraid if you're going to stand with your head in, you're going to end up pulling the cup out. I mean, you're standing with you're sticking your head into your knife, take a little drink. You're going to end up pulling the cup where you are. So Mela, we have a chashash that you're going to pull the cup. I have, I, don't, I have a problem. The Gemara just said, we said before, a guy's going to stand in Rishasiyachid, move around things in Rishasiyachid, a guy's going to stand in Rishasiyachid, move around things in Rishasiyachid. We're not afraid that you're going to pull things into you. So why here? But you're taking a drink. Are we afraid? Fred the Gemara, so obviously it's Reb Meir, right? Because we said Reb Meir, remember we said on top of Ahmed, Reb Meir is always afraid that you're going to pull things into the Rishas where you are. So this mission is going to be Reb Meir, and that mission is the Rabbanan. Is that true? Reish your Rabbanan. They say for Reb Meir, the Mishnah, we said that's the Rabbanan because we're not afraid you're going to pull it in. And in our mission, it says, you know, I'll take a drink. Even though the Rabbanan say, you're allowed to move into there's one clause. It has to be something that you don't really need. But if it's something that you really need, then we're afraid you're going to pull it in. You're going to forget yourself, you're going to pull it in. So here we're talking about that you're drinking, you're using a clay that you really need. And we're afraid that you might pull it in. Even the Rabbanan agree that you're not allowed to, st- you're not allowed to stick your head into Rishasarachid unless you stick if you stick Roshavrubay, it's motor. But if you don't stick Roshavrubay, if we're talking about a Kli, very important Allah, just keep, let's get clear what the Allah are. Are you allowed to stand in Roshasarabim and move around Roshasarachid? Absolutely. We pass night to Rabbanan. Unless it's a Kli that you need, and if it's a Kli that you need, we're afraid that you might end up pulling it into you, and a male Allah is, it's Asr. Now, what about a Carmelis? Let's say you're standing in your house and you have some water outside and there's no air. So it's a Carmelis, not a Rishasarab. You want to carry into You want to carry? Are we afraid? It's only, even if you carry, it's only going to be a Dinder Abad. It's not going to be a Dinder Aysen. So are we afraid? Do we say you're not going to even stick your head into a Carmelis because you're afraid you're going to pull back? Did Chazal make a Xero Luxera? Did Chazal make a Xero that you might come to carry from a Carmelis to Shosayachin or not? That's the Gemara Shaila. Carmelis, my. Omer Abaye, he, he. Abaye says a Carmelis 
is the same as the Rishos Rabbim, and just like the Regeiser by Rishos Rabbim, the Regeiser by Karmelis also. Amarava, he goof exera, fana nekev nix exera lixera. Why would you make such exera? The whole thing of a Karmelis is exera. The whole is is exera. So you have exera lixera. We're afraid they're going to carry from a Karmelis, therefore we make exera that you're not allowed to you're not allowed to take a drink with what only sticking your head out. Mechatesi, ana nekev nix exera lixera. Now lachayer, Rav is right. So how can I buy it? Lachayer should be mutter. We all of a shas. We say you don't make exera lixera. So what's Abaya talking about? So that's why Abaya feels the heat, so to speak, and immediately he brings a raya. Amar Abaya, you know how would menamin? What am I coming from? How do I know that this din is different? Why does the Mishnah say a gas? What's this gas? If a gas is a Rishos Yachad, it's the same as the beginning of the Mishnah. What's the Chiddush? What we say? A gas. A gas is the same halacha. A gas is the same thing as the, as the, the din before. Why do we be mechadish in a gas? Obviously, the gas is a Carmelis, and we're coming to say what Carmelis again. The halacha of a Carmelis means. It's not ten falchim high, but it's four falchim wide. Uh, any, uh, any, uh, basically, any place in Rishon Sirav, which is not ten falchim high, and is four falchim wide, not a fire hydrant. The fire hydrant is welcome to because less than four falchim wide. But something gets four falchim wide in Rishon Sirav, and it's less than ten falchim high, is considered a carmelis. So that's the gas. The chiddush and the mission is a gas. When you're dealing with a gas, you know, a gas is, I guess, a small little, uh, you, a great press, so it's very low and it's wide. So is if I want to drink, I want to take a little bit of wine from the. Gas. I'm not going to stick my head over. Why? Because we're afraid I'm going to pull it out into Shusharabim. I have a beautiful ride from our Mishnah that even though it's a Carmelist, we make it Zayah. That was Abaya's understanding of the Chaim Begas. And mainly, even though Rav is the right, but Abaya said in our Mishnah it's Mafurish like me. But Rava says, no, that's not Pshat. You learn wrong Pshat in the Mishnah. Rava Omer Le'inyan Maiser. We're talking about a halacha in Hilchis Maiser. V'chein Omer Avsheshes, V'chein Begas, Le'inyan Maiser. V'chein Begas has nothing to do with Irvin, has nothing to do with Shabbos. It's a halacha in Hilchis Maiser. What are we talking about there tonight? The Mishnah says that by Sebez Hashem we're going to learn. We're holding Peah. Bez Hashem we're going to learn. I think today was Parag Bez Mishnah. Bez Hashem we're going to learn. We are going to know Meseches Maiseris in and we're going to see over there that the Mishnah says, so the halacha is like this. You're allowed to eat, before you take Meiser, you're allowed to eat Arai. You're allowed to snack before you take Meiser unless you're Kaveh the food. Unless you make a Kaveh in the food, then you're not allowed to even take a snack. So if I'm drinking from the gas, I should be, I don't even take Meiser yet, I should be allowed to drink. What's the problem? It's I I take a little snack, it should be fine. But there's something called meziga. Once you're mezigit, before mezigit for a second, once you pull it out of the gas, then you're to, then it's already not a snack anymore. So that's that's the schmooze over here. If I'm afraid that I'm going to pull the cup out of the gas, we're not talking about Shabbos, it's Tuesday, but I'm afraid once I pull the cup out of the gas, now it already becomes a shtiyas kva, it becomes a kvias. I didn't take meiser yet, so I'm going to be ever an iser, I'm eating tava, I'm eating something without meiser. So it's, even though it's totally different sugya, but the lumbus is the same. If we're afraid that a guy's going to pull the cup out, so you're not allowed to drink on the gas either, because we're afraid you're going to pull the cup out, and then you're going to have a shtiyas kva, and a mel, the halach is going to be that it's also. Awesome. That's what the Mishnah is talking about. It has nothing to do with Shabbos. It's a sugi and helchis ma'isa. And the Gemara brings a Mishnah. Shaisim ala gas. A person's allowed to drink on the gas, meaning over the gas. Whether he does mezika, in those days they did mezika, they put a little water in. Now if, you, now, if you put cold water, so you can always spill the rest 
back in. Even if you don't finish drinking, you can always spill the rest back into the gas, as long as you don't tell anybody that you did that. And then it's fine. They'll sell it, and no one will know the difference. Pre-corona. But if you put hot water in the cup, what's going to happen is, when you spill hot water into the gas, it's going to make all the wine spoil. So once you put hot water, then there's a chashash that there's no chance you're going to pour it back in. So if, so the Tanakhama says, whether you use cold water, whether you use hot water, we could assume it's considered a uh, rye, it's considered a snack, and you're allowed to drink whether it's hot water, whether it's cold water, that is shitas whether it's hot, whether it's cold, you're potter. He goes to the other extremes. He holds, you always chayev, because once you're mezigit, once you do meziga on the wine, that's considered a kvias, even though to stop drink, everyone abuses his mother. But once you do a meziga, then it's considered a kvias, and then you're not allowed to drink anymore. If you have hot water, so then you have a kvias, because you can't pour it back in, so then it's considered a kvias. But if you have cold water, it's not considered a kvias. So what's so that's the Pshat in our Mishnah. Our Mishnah is talking about Meiser. And the Mela, our Chiddush of our Mishnah is that we're not afraid you're going to pull it out. And the Mela, well, well, we are afraid. That's why you have to stick Rosh Yerubah in. But really, we're not talking about Karmelis. We're not talking about Rosh Yerubah. We're not talking about Rosh Yerubah. We're not talking about Shabbos. has nothing to do with that. And the Mela, there's no Raya to the Machlaikis, Abaya, and Ravah. Nachadim. We're learning a bunch of different dinim regarding carrying on Shabbos. Nachadim. Now, they used to have drains, right? When you have a drain, well, people, unfortunately, didn't have so much water in those days. So people would sometimes drink from the rainwater that fell into the drain. Am I allowed to stand in the Mishra Sarabim and stick my cup up and take water from the drain? So the problem is that the roof is Mishra Sarabim. So the question is, how close can I get to the roof to take water that I should be allowed to take water from the drain or from the roof? That's going to be the discussion over here. So koilit adam, koilit means that I'm not actually sticking it next to the drain. I'm catching the water. The water spills off the drain and I'm catching. Now, it's never going to happen to us. We're not catching water in a drain. But the din is very negative to us because it might be relevant. The guy wants to catch. We're going to see there's many halachas that are in the schadish over here. So even though the case is not relevant to us, but the dinim are very, very relevant to us. So let's see what the din, what the din is. Koilit adam in hamaschila. Maschila is a drain. A person's allowed to be koilit from the drain. Koilit means he didn't actually put his kli there. He caught it. Kli means you catch it. It dripped into the into the ear and he's catching it. He's standing in Rosh Hashanah. He's standing with his kli and he's catching the water coming down from the drain. So you're allowed to do it lematam yutfachim when the drain is under yutfachim. We'll see in the Gemara why. But you're allowed to catch even though the drain is connected to the roof. There's no problem. You're allowed to take from the drain. Sinar is a little is a different kind of drain. Sinar is a pipe that goes further away from the roof. A maschila is something maschila is something that runs across the roof, next to the roof. But a sinar is something that goes away from the roof. We're going to see in the Gemara what the difference is. By a maschila, you only let it catch. You're not allowed to actually stick it next to the maschila. The mission didn't speak that out, but the Gemara is going to speak it out. You only let it catch. You can't stick it next to the maschila. If you want to see pictures, everybody say in the back there are beautiful pictures. Um, in the blue. Gemara's. It is picture number. Where are we? Yeah, picture number Tafkuf Ayin Zayin is a Maschila. You're catching the water, and Sinar is Tafkuf Ayin Ches. So it's already that Sinar is already away from the roof. There, the halach is you're allowed to even stick your kli there. By the Maschila, you're not allowed to stick your kli. You have to catch the water. That's kailit. But by the Sinar, the halach is you're allowed to even stick your kli next to it, and you're allowed to drink. And we'll see in the Gemara why. Is that the Gemara why? 
Kailat and Aval Mitzarif law. You're only allowed to catch the water that drips down from the Maschila, but you're not allowed to actually stick your Kli against the Maschila. And the question is, why not? What's so terrible if I take my Kli, I stick it against the drain, the drain's not Rosh Hashanah, the drain's an offshoot of the roof, it's not Rosh Hashanah, so why can't I take my Kli, attach it to the drain, it's much, I'll get much more, and catch everything? What's the problem? So the Gemara says like this, my timer. Omer of Nachman, Hacha b'Maschila, Pachas Migimel Samach Legaga Skinon. The Maschila is less than three Tfachim to the Gag. So it's considered the Chal Pachas Migimel Samach Legag Kegag Dami. Anything that's next to the Gag, within three Tfachim from the Gag, is considered an extension of the Gag. So even though I'm, the Gag, the Gag is for sure a problem. I can't take off the Gag because the Gag is a Shasiachet and I'm a Shasirab. But the Maschila technically is under ten Tfachim. The Maschila is not a Shasiachet. But the Terrence says because the Maschila is coming right off the Gag, it's considered an offshoot of the Gag, and the Allah says you'll let it catch water to stand on the bottom and catch the water that's fine. I'm not taking directly from the Maschila. But to stick your hand, stick your clean next to the Maschila, that's going to be a problem because you are taking directly from it, and it's like you're taking from Rishas Yachid to Rishas but the point is the same. A person's allowed, let's say, Rishus Rabbim. A person's allowed to stand in Rishus Rabbim. You're allowed to lift your hand above ten Tfachim. Less than three, close to the Gag. You're allowed to catch. You're not allowed to be Mitzayr. You're not allowed to put the Kli against the Maschila. Right? Same thing, because then it's like, Mamish, you're taking off the roof. Tanya Chabraisa says, Lo yamad adam mishasiyachid. A person shouldn't stand in mishasiyachid. V'yagbiya yoday l'mayla me'asar t'vachim. And lit, so this is talking about mishasiyachid. And the, the chiddush of mishasiyachid is, that you're, you're on your gag and there's someone else's gag and they didn't make an air between you. So technically you wouldn't, right? If Ayman didn't make an air and he didn't make an air, together, together I'm not allowed to carry from his roof to my roof. So my, let's say my roof is shorter than his. Could I stand and put my clean next to his drain and take his water? The halacha is same halacha. To stick my, my clean next to the drain, um, it's as if I'm mamish taking directly off his roof, that's an isadir abundant. But to stand down here and catch it, that's mutter, that's fine because I'm not doing it directly, so it's not exactly the same case, but the point is the same. Lift your hand above ten tefachim. Lepachis migimul samach legag leviyitzar. If you now stick it next to the gag and be mitzarif, which means to put the kli right there, because then you're taking it directly from his roof. But you're allowed to catch the water and drink that is mutter. And the reason why the tzina is mutter, why are you allowed to be mitzarif to the tzina? Because the tzina is not next to the roof. The tzina goes off the roof. So even if I stick my kli, the tzina is like a little tube running down the, running down the wall, so, or away from the roof, and it's not directly next to the roof, and therefore I'm allowed to stick my, my kli next to the tzina, mamish next to the tzina, and catch the water. There's nothing wrong with it, because it's not next to the roof. But, let's say that Sina has 4 by 4 So now, it's a Rishus by itself. So you're right, it's nothing problem with the roof. But the Sina is either a Karmelis, if it's under 10 Tfachim, or it's a Rishus Yachid, if it's above 10 Tfachim. So now the Allah is that the Sina has 4 by 4 It's as if you're transporting from one Rishus to the other Rishus, and to take from a Sina, even though normally to take from a Sina to stick your Kleenex to the Sina, is mutter. But if the tzina itself is a rishos, then for he can't do it because the tzina is a problem. 
Omo Mishnah Baisai. Zok the Heilig Mishnah, so all similar halachas. Bar Bishusarab, my person has a bar in a Rishusarab. If you want to see the picture, it's picture tough, cough. Pay Aleph, you have a bar in a Rishusarabim, Vicholyasai Gavaya Yutfachim, and the Cholya, that's like the dirt that comes from the bar. You make like a like a like a wall around the bar, it's ten Tfachim high. Am I allowed to take water from the bar on Shabbos? I'm in Rishusayachit, and the bar is a Rishusayachit, but the bar is in Rishusarabim. Am I allowed to take water from the bar and bring it into my window? The window that's on tap, he is allowed to take water from the hole on Shabbos. As long as there was a cholya, which is ten tefachim. We're going to see in a second why you need that cholya for. But I'm allowed to take from the Rishus Yachin, even though I'm going through Rishus Yachin, I'm allowed to bring it to my wall, to my, to my window. We're going to see in a second why. Let's say the other way. Let's say I want to spill my sewage. I want to spill it into the garbage. So I have an ashpa b'shusharab. Say, am I allowed to stick my hand out of the window and spill my sewage into shusharab? Of course not. I'm taking from shusharab. I'm putting it into shusharab. But let's say I have a big pile of garbage, which is a shusharab. So I want to stick my hand out, pour it on top of the pile of garbage. So that lachayr should be the same case. One way I'm pouring it. One way I'm taking water in. One way I'm sending water out. But the halacha should be the same. Gavoya yudfachim chaloyin shalagabav shoyvchim you're allowed to pour water into it on Shabbos. Now what's the discussion? The discussion is, because you're right, this bar, or this garbage is Rosh Yachid, but there's Rosh Yachid that's running over here. There's Rosh Yachid that's separating me from the bar. So I'm transporting from Rosh Yachid through Rosh Yachid into my Rosh Yachid. Is that a problem or not? That's going to be the discussion. The mission seems to say it's motor. But my asking if, what are we talking about? Now I'm going to tell you one knage. It Once there's a cholya here, so then I never went through Rosh Yachid. Because if there's a cholya, so I always go, in order to get the pail out, you always have to go over the cholya. The Cholya is 10 Tvachim high. And more than 10 Tvachim is not Rosh Hashirabim anymore. So anytime I'm taking through the Cholya, I'm fine. Because I carry over 10 Tvachim, and I'm not carrying in Rosh Hashirabim anymore. So, Fred to Gemara like this. If the bar is right next to the window, why do you have to have a cholya that's ten tefachim? Once the bar is next to the window, so then the space between the bar and the window is not considered a shusharab anymore. You can't get through there. It's a tiny little area. It's four, with less than four tefachim, like says. It's a tiny little area. That's not considered a shusharab. So technically, it should be motor. It's like a makam tour. So technically, it should be motor to take from the. You don't need a cholya. All you need is just take from the bar straight to the window. There's nothing wrong. It's all considered a shusharab. There's no Shusharab there at all. So why do you need a Cholya? The story was that the bar is far into Shusharab. So what's the problem? I'm transporting from Shusharab to Shusharab and I'm going through an area that's Shusharab. So if there's a Cholya there, then I'm going over 10 Tvachim and it's Mutter. Because the Cholya is 10 Tvachim, so I'm going over 10 Tvachim and therefore it's Mutter. But if there's no Cholya there, it's a problem. The time of the Ika Cholya Asar. It's only because it's a Cholya that's 10. Haleka Cholya Asar. But if there's no Cholya that's 10, Kamital Tal Merishus Ayachid. Merishus Ayachid. Derech Rishus Ayachid. The halacha is, I'm going to be, I'm being metaltal from Merishus Ayachid to another Rishus Ayachid, going through a Rishus Ayachid. If there wouldn't be a Cholya there. So that's why the Mishnah says there has to be a Cholya. That's the first shot in the Gemara. The reason why there has to be a Cholya there is in order that I sh- my transport should not take place in Rishus Ayachid. It should be only a Mishra Ziyachet. That's Teres number one. 
For Rabbi Yochanan, Amir Afilu Tema Bismucha. Even if it's right next to the wall, if it's right next to the wall, Lachar, there's no Rishus Rabbim here. There, what's the problem? How Kamash will on the bar vechulyasai mitzdar from Lassar. If you remember, we had this once. Let's say you have a chulya that's only five tefachim high, and the bar is five tefachim deep. Do we say that the bar together with the cholya are mitzurif or not? So the chiddush of this mission, the reason why it says cholya is not because you need a cholya. You don't need a cholya. It would be mutter without a cholya. Because they're talking about that the bar is right next to the Rosh The reason why you need a cholya is to tell you a chiddush in cholya. That if you have a bar that's five tvachim and a cholya that's five tvachim, it's considered a Rosh That's called bar v'cholyasai mitzdar filasar. That's the chiddush. That's the b'yechen of the mission. They're not disagreeing. Just a question of what the pshad is, but the halacha is in order to transport from a bar to a window, the halacha is you can only do it if you're lifting it above 10, meaning if there's a cholya there, but if the bar is right next to the window, so then you're not going through Shasarab Mechlal, then it's mutter. Let's see the last din. Ashba Rishasarabim. Fred to Gemara, you're right. I could pour my sewage into the Rishasarabim, but maybe I should be afraid that the garbage collectors are going to come, take away the Ashba, it's going to be less than 10 Fachim, and then I'm pouring from Rishasarabim into, from Rishasarabim into Rishasarabim. How do I know that the Ashba is going to stay 10 Fachim high? Fred to Gemara, Velechosh, Devalechashin on Shemetinat al Ashba. We're not afraid that the Ashba is going to be removed by the garbage collectors. The Omar Ravin Baravad Omar Rabbi Yitzchak. Ravin Baravada says in the name of Rabbi Yitzchak, There's a story with a mavui. Okay, we get a drop of Erevin over here. One side, it's not a complicated case. One side is open to the ocean. And one side was open to the garbage. So you have mechitzas. The ocean is a mechitza Because it's palisades, whatever those things are called. It's a mechitza And the garbage is a mechitza he came in front of Rebbe. Rebbe didn't want to answer it because Lamaiz said his mechitz is there, but he didn't want to be mad to it. We'll see in a second why. He didn't want to be mad to it. We're afraid the garbage collectors are going to take away the garbage. There's not going to be a mechitz there anymore, and then people are still going to carry it like it happens all the time. They made an air there, it falls down, no one knows the difference, and they carry anyway. And what about the yam? The yala hayam certain. He's afraid there's going to be global warming, and then the the the, the uh, rack are going to disappear and the yam's going to stretch out. It's not going to be mechitz anymore. You're going to have a serious problem. Right? Global warming exists. It's going to be a serious problem, of course. So what do you see? You see, hey, one second, so that's why he wasn't after it. But he didn't want to answer it to Hakaim and mechitzes because the Maisa, there are mechitzes here. So he didn't want to be after it and he didn't want to answer it. So how could we have an Amisha? A heter, I'm going to stay in the and pour it into the garbage. Rebbe didn't want to be after it. Rebbe was afraid that the garbage collector is going to take away the garbage. Why are we afraid of that? We should be afraid that someone's going to come and take away the garbage. So if it's a private garbage, we're afraid it's going to be moved and it's, going to be, it's not going to be there too long. But if it's a rabbin, a public garbage, so then it's something that doesn't budge so fast. The garbage in the public doesn't move so fast. Adamel, it's going to stay there for a while and therefore we're not afraid. And therefore, so again, are you allowed to spill water into a garbage? If it's a private garbage, you are not allowed to because we're afraid that you're going to, it's going to get minimized. But if it's a public garbage, you are allowed to. We're not afraid it's going to get minimized.